Yo, what's good, everybody out there? This is DJ Nasla. You know what I'm saying? And you are now in tune to the Say No More podcast. And I just want to introduce to everybody, you know what I'm saying, long anticipated, long awaited, my boy, you know what I'm saying, partner music producer, you know what I'm saying, and part of the reason that motivated me to keep doing this hip-hop thing and going hard for it, make my beats, build up my collection, my boy Brian, a.k.a. B. Yo, say what up to the people, son. Yo, 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 it's good. Yeah, man, so, you know, we here. This is the Say No More podcast. This is episode number three. And, you know, we just, you know, like I said before in the uh, pilot episode, we're just going to be really bringing that hip-hop barbershop talk, that vibe, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to go over a couple different things and be on our mind, you know what I'm saying, our feelings and how we feel about the game and all of that, you know what I'm saying? So hope you all enjoyed yeah, the last and couple episodes. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and, we'll, and we want to introduce a lot of different um, topics and um, you know, just just a lot of things about hip hop, the culture, you know, film, you know, just just everything in general. Word up, word up, you know what I'm saying? So let's go ahead and start so, it off, B. Yeah, you, you so, so well, I want to start. I want to start a segment um, called like you know, burning questions or you know, top five questions of the day. So I'm gonna just start it off, and you know, we'll go from there. So. Um, so on on September third um, last year, Jay Z made a you know he he had the American um, made an American tour, and Pusha mm-hmm. T was on stage and you know he was talking about his new album and that mm-hmm. Kanye was coming through to the studio and he said Kanye came through like three different times and every time he heard you know some of the beats and tracks he was he was like you know what let's scrap it you know I can make better beats than that. And after that, um, you know, during that stage performance, um, Pusha T was like, you know what, me and Kanye, we've been going going in day and night, you know, for at least a month or two working on a new album. So what are your expectations of this new album? Hmm, for Pusha T, a uh, new album. Um, you know, I, would, I guess I would say I'm still hyped. You know what I'm saying? Because to be honest with you, would it be in 2018 with such a high level of music that was released over the last year? You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just kind of looking at it like the bar is set pretty high. Uh, Pusha T has been hinting at this third album. We're talking about King Push is is what I'm assuming because uh, the first one... um, that was that's my name is my name, right? Yeah. The first joint. Yeah, the first joint. Yeah, yeah. So we are waiting on King Push. This is the one we're talking about. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the drug dealer anonymous joint that came out after the second album. Right, right. That um, kind of like that short, the the mm-hmm. short album. That was right after yeah. that. That was like that was kind of leading to another question: Is do you think that mm-hmm. that should be an album? Hmm. I um, got to be on there. It, I mean, yeah, you you can't. What do you do with a record like that? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't. If that record was so huge, you know what I'm saying, especially in the streets and everything, it was like. And for the, you to have a record with Hov, like, and I'm if I'm not mistaken, Hov is not on. 
any of the other two albums, and we have not really heard Pusha T and Hove just by themselves trading bars or anything like that. So you get that opportunity to have a record like that and the impact that it had. A lot of people were, this was a time where people was trying to figure out what Hove was going to do because he was dropping dope verses here and there. And I think that's when the Khaled joint came out. Hove was on fire at that particular time. So, um, I wouldn't be mad to see the record on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I know in this day and age now, you know, when, when somebody puts a record out, like two chains with the, uh, big amount, that was a big record. And to have Drake on the record where he's rapping at the same time, you know what I'm saying? With a, with a hook, you kind of, you don't want to, you don't want it to go to waste. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same situation with pushing T and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Have a whole one there. There's no way that you got to let that go to waste. You got to have that joint on it. But overall, for me as a fan, I'm definitely anticipating it. Um, you know, this. Now, what Kanye doing, well, it sounds like Kanye going to do all the beats. So it's kind of like, um, you know, like a feat, you know, like Kanye push the T, you know, all the, you know, just the whole thing throughout. So that has got to be a, it's got to be a classic. I mean, I would, yeah, it, it should be. No matter what, it should be. Like, um, I think Saha kind of hinted at this too when he said, you, I forget what podcast he, he did it on or what interview it was, but he did say that Ye is going to be executive producing the next couple people's albums. And I know it's Tiana Taylor, um, his Big Sean's, I believe Kid Cudi is in that, in that, uh, conversation as well as Pusha T. Um, so I, I think, I mean, if, if Ye is really doing it and for what Sci-Hi said, he said he was not around for that time where Ye was doing five beats a day for three summers. So he said when he's watching Ye and the things that he does with the NPC, he was like, Kanye is in full producer mode, not executive producer, but full producer mode, and he's trying to do something real special with good, with good music. I really hope that all of that stuff is true because one thing we starting to hear nowadays, I'm catching a lot of letdowns from some real, like, some, some real easy to do because I think it just comes down to scheduling from these people that are – the people that we love, you know what I'm saying? Like, th- there's no reason that we shouldn't have a Nas and Primo album. You know what I'm saying? In this day and age where you could just get it done, release it, you don't even have to worry about, like, a big, like, budget, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, depending on whoever it is you're working with. We, there's no reason why people can't drop music, especially in this streaming era nowadays, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like you got to wait and press up a bunch of CDs and then holler at a Best Buy or Target to put those CDs in there is so many opportunities and so many things people can just get together and do. So Pusha had been saying this for a while. He said he had a lot of music to release. I love Jada. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, you know, I know Will going to kill me for this, but Jada falls to the same thing. Pusha said he was going to drop all of this music. Jada said that he was going to drop that top five dead alive joint. And then he was coming out with another album right afterwards. And it was supposed to be like, this was like just to give us something for the moment. And then he was coming with a hard album. 
a lot of people didn't really like top five that alive. It didn't it didn't last as long as as it should have. And I just looked at the CD the other day, and I think that joint came out in 2015. You know what I'm saying? But I, I think like, a lot of that to touch on what you were saying is a lot of that is, could be label politics because of course. Mm-hmm. You know what? Just what you were saying with Nas and Primo, which is like everybody's dream album. You you know, it's timing is is where they are in their career. This a lot. I think that's a lot to do with that. So not. To, I don't know if it will ever happen. I mean, everybody would love that to happen, but it's just a lot of that's timing and, and chemistry and you know, and and taking advantage of the opportunity when you when you got the chance to do it. So. I don't I don't know if that would ever happen because now it seems like Prime's a group, so I don't know if mm-hmm. if Nas and and Primo could ever collab for a full album. Maybe if some so hopefully he's on a new album, but I don't know if I they would so actually. Too. link. And, so, and I know you know I don't want to speak on Gangstar, but it's almost like the the new the new era Gangstar, but a whole new twist on it. So I, yeah. I just don't know if Primo is going to be collabing with another artist like head on for a whole project now that they have like an official group was oh you you talking about prime yeah yeah like prime i don't i don't see i just don't know if primo would you know start a whole new project with another artist like a whole album yeah because prime two is um i believe it's already done yeah and that's that was that was my next question because primo said in november that um prime was done and then I know Royce was Royce was talking about he wanted to get you know some spitters on there. He wanted Eminem. He wanted K Dot. He wanted mm. the game on there. Like who would you want to hear on a on Prime? Suit? On the Prime joint, man. I mean, cause huh, I, those names right there are really really big, and I know everybody that you just mentioned probably loved Prime. You know what I'm saying? Wait, like, no, wait, no, oh, this to Mac Miller. <laughs> but I don't, I just don't see how that fits. The Mac, what's Mac Miller being on Prime? Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, no, just think about, like, if you, if you really think about the hierarchy of just even rhyming on a primo beat, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The yeah. people that's been on a primo, not, I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm not knocking Mac Miller, but it's just, it's just levels you got to be at to even, you know, be in the same studio. So, like, who do you think? And, and you know what I'm saying? Not to say it didn't work, but I'm just saying, like, who do you think should be on a primo beat that may have been on one before or has never been on one, like somebody new or old? You know, um, uh, I'm trying to go through my little mental Rolodex real quick without taking too much time on it. But, I would say, um, like, cause I know, I know Fat Joe and Action Bronson, and they was on a Primo beat, and I would love to on. see Action on another one. Um, you know, you put me on JID. I think that would be pretty hard. Um, Remy, Remy's popping right now. Um, you know, I know you don't. I, I don't know how you feel about Corey Guns, but I, I I'd like to hear something like that on the Primo beat too. I've always liked Corey Guns. I'm trying to think somebody to actually. You know what? To be honest with you, I'd love to hear Joe Budden on a Primo beat. You know what I'm saying? Like like straight up and down, like a regular, just him, his own track, and even if it's him and Royce. Because one thing I do miss, 
Um, being the fact that Joe is, you know, whatever, retired, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like he still raps and he still does it, but, you know, he could be with his kid and all that other stuff. But Joe and Royce, when they used to do them joints back and forth, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was just on the side. They always rapped well together, you know what I'm saying? Like, just the two of them, you know what I mean? Like, I think, it, and I, I haven't really heard too many joints with Joe and Crooked, but um, Joe really does well when he's with the members of Slaughterhouse just on a record when they're trading bars, where it's just two MCs. And I think, you know, not to go off on a Slaughterhouse rant or whatever, but I think that was part of the issue with uh, Slaughterhouse was trying to fit every type of style into it and, and make a song out of it, even though these guys are great MCs, you know what I'm saying? Some of it should have probably been broken up to where it was like, or you get a record with just two or maybe three or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Not just all four of them on every record trying to talk about one particular subject. And, you know, that's that's another conversation because we definitely need to have a, a slaughterhouse conversation. But um, overall, with Cremo and Voice, um, I enjoyed the Joey Badass feature um, later that came. Um, Logic did his thing, which was very surprising. That's, that's something that I... Uh, that's one that's one thing that made logic stand out to me. Um, you know who I would like to hear off the top, off rip, Big Crit. Oh, that that would be good. Big Crit. You know what I'm saying? Like on a on a primo beat. Um, I think that would be really dope and then hear him rhyme with voice would be because Crit is one of them MCs that's gonna step up to the plate. Um, I'll tell you another one that that's out the park, but uh Kanye. Ka- Con- ah, I don't know. I don't Yo, know. I, I, you, I, you remember I that one joint? The, one? Uh, the, 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 the Air Force One joint. I'm better than I ever been. With Nas and Rakim and KRS. Oh, I remember that one. I remember that. That one. shit was hard. Yeah, that shit was hard. I I love that record. Like, man, I I think and and then plus Kanye. He did everything I am. Remember that one too, like with the primo scratches. Well, no, like, primo did the scratches on that one. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like you know, I think I think with Ye, like I think if Ye got into his MC bag and just was like, it is a primo track because Ye loves primo. So I think if he got into that mode and just jumped on the shit, like I think it would be crazy, man. I think it would be a great surprise to see him on there too. I think that would be really dope. I'm just shooting for people that I'm thinking in my head because Common was on there, Black Thought was on there, we got Absol, we got Schoolboy Q, we got Killer Mark, House is we in got there. Jay Electronica, yeah, Slaughterhouse was on there, and then um, Mac Miller, and then who else? Uh, they they brought in Black Thought because he was supposed to be on there originally. They brought in Joey Badass, and they closed it off with Logic, and all of the MCs that they chose. It it was a great album. I had no problems with it. So to think of somebody else, um, you know what? Uh, I wouldn't be mad at uh, Raekwon. Styles you know P, um, P would be hard on one. Styles P would be hard, and he would go well with Royce too. That would yeah, be yeah. That that would be, be a good good collab. Really good. Yeah, yeah. That, I, even with that, so at this point, being that we're just naming fantasy like you know, matchups, I'm hyped for Prime. I cannot wait for it to come out. And when it does come out, I'm probably going to play it maybe about 
20 times. I know the beats are going to be hard. I This is one thing I'm curious because about. I don't know if uh, they're going with the same format. Like when it came to Adrian Young's music and then oh, Primo's going. Oh, going to be Yeah. Gonna be that's going to be interesting how they... How they do I was it. reading up on it. I was reading up on it. And I ain't see. I ain't really see nothing about it where it said that Adrian Young is committed to. It. And I follow him on Instagram, so I haven't really seen him put nothing up about Prime Two anyway. So because I think he's been kind of doing his own thing, you know, out here he run the studio and all of that stuff. So um, I don't know. I don't know if it's Adrian Young's music because he has. If it is, he's been keeping it under wraps. I'll tell you that. But I think. They were speaking about whatever article I was reading. They were saying something about, you know, using somebody else's catalog or Primo just going to produce the records however he's going to produce it. But I I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see that. Is Primo just going to give you Primo beats or is it going to be somebody else's catalog that he's going to? And I can't remember everything in the article, but I think there was like, something up with that you know what i'm saying so that's gonna be interesting but no matter what it still premieres you know classic feel that is going to be over the record so i'm hyped i can't wait for well Roy you know said each beat on the on this new preem album is going to make its own guest appearance so what i think he means by that is wow. each beat, <laughs> that's that's wow. crazy yeah like the like that's that's just insane so i and i think they set the bar super high with the last one and and you know you know they want to you know set it even higher because Royce is still spitting like to the I mean it, I don't know how many years his career's been but it's 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 just as sharp if not better he's honestly getting better to be honest now that he I is think getting about better. it like, he he is I don't know how you do that this long because I know Death is Certain came out like was that oh two or oh four Something like yeah, that, but and he's, like you know, that. obviously he was rapping before that. He was, you know, obviously rapping before that, but he's been yeah, consistent. Man, he, he's been he's mad consistent. He did the bad meets evil in. thing, you know what I'm saying? And he's he's hung. He's been on East Slaughterhouse mixtape album as well as putting out his own joints. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been he's been really really doing it. You know what I'm saying? And he's definitely gotten better. I heard Joe say that a bunch of times, which keeps him in the in a conversation that MCs know. You know what I'm saying? Like, your your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, they they know. They know who, who to name when it comes to, like, just a beast with the with the mic, just period, with their pin game and everything. You know what I'm saying? The Royce is one of them dudes. He may not have the, the most catchiest songs or anything like that, but he came in the game on, from what I heard him, on a primo beat, on boom. You know what I'm saying? Somebody better duck or run. That's... Man, that shit was hard, you know what I'm saying? And then he's, and that's why I love him and Primo because each time that we got a little taste of it, it wound up being something special. Like Boom was very special. That hip hop record was is super special. And like, we and we gotta point out, Death Is Certain is a classic. Like that's a yeah. classic album. Like from front yeah. to back, every yeah. single song. I mean, that's 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 raw as hip hop as you will ever find. If you never heard it. Man, you gotta go get that. You go gotta back go get and that. Pop it. Yeah, Royce, man. Royce, he deserves a lot of respect, man, for real. Like, being one of the only people that can really 
sit there and like word for word and rhyme just with Eminem, you know what I'm saying? And don't seem out of place. Like, even if you ain't heard that old Bad Meets Evil, you know what I'm saying, with the two chicks on the front cover, like that, yo, you got to go back and get that. Like, Royce, Royce is a different animal when it comes to this, man. And it comes to rhyme, wordplay, punchlines, like, he's got it all. He he does continue to get better, and you don't see that from a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, especially with age or whatever, you know what I'm saying? He aging like wine and all of that. Like, and, he gets, and a lot of people don't know he... A lot of people don't know he on that original Renegade. So if you never heard of that, definitely peep that. Because I remember when I first came out, a lot of people was like, damn, like, you know, Royce, not saying he ate Eminem on that, but he was on the original Renegade. So definitely peep that. And then my mm-hmm. final question is now, now that we think about it, we got Royce, Primo, Pusha T, Kanye, like if you had to pick one. Oh, which one am I answering? Yeah, like if you just if if, if if they both dropped and you had ten dollars, like what you what you gonna go with? Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. Off the back, I'm going prime. Yeah, my like my heart. But that, my, but that, like on the flip side, we could. I'm not saying we would be wrong, but we could be dead wrong because. Pusha can drop a classic at any moment, you know what I'm saying? Like, of course. And you know, I, of course. And so, like, we could be totally wrong, and and I, honestly, that's a it could be a flip of the coin. To be honest, I don't want to say one project would would overshadow or or supersede the next one, but I'm partial to Primo. You know how you know how I roll with Primo, so. Yeah, um, that's, that's my thing. Well, I mean, that's the thing is, and then we styling on Kanye, and then we styling on. But honestly, it's but like yo, it's this, a toss up. It's a toss up. Pre- the a week, you know, Primo, they, they like. Can, let's go with the age part. Primo came before they did. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we were Primo fans before anything, and that's that's, that's kind of where I'm going to. Him being my favorite producer of all time, I like like mine. No disrespect to. Yeah, no disrespect to like and, the yay beats or anything like that, but if I want to hear something and us being producers as well, I want to hear the beats. I want to hear my favorite do my what, what it's we don't have too many times where we can say our favorite of all time is still doing it. Like Michael Jordan being my favorite basketball player of all time. He don't do it no more. All I got is highlights. So if Primo is still out here doing it at 50 some years old, still rocking the the ones and the twos and able to give you this this fire music and never had to change his style. Nah, man. Not with all these transitions and all this other stuff through hip hop nowadays, I'm a hundred percent going to Primo first. Everything else is secondary. My yeah, and I think I think my my main thing with Primo is his beats are timeless. Like you could rap yeah. on a Primo beat a hundred years from now and it's just it 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 embodies hip hop like the this everything the way he samples the way he scratches just the the way he puts the you know like how he scratches in the loops uh, uh you know mm-hmm. like he's just I don't know man like like you said he he's been doing it longer than Kanye and no disrespect to Kanye but Primo is is the man you know he's definitely the man. 
It's like this, like I was telling you when we was talking the other day, being that, uh, you know, we got Illmatic, right? One of the greatest, the possibly the greatest hip-hop album and one of the greatest albums ever made, period. It is. I and mean, I, you know how I feel about that. And I told you that I just finished that. Uh, if you haven't seen it, this is another thing. Go check it. Find it in your local People ain't got video stores no more, but you got to find, like, an Amoeba Music, you know what I'm saying, or, or whatever records. If you go to a store and it says records, something like that is in the title, go to that store and find it. But this is actually the off-the-wall, Michael Jackson off-the-wall DVD version. Spike Lee put the DVD in it, and I watched it. I understood. I do understand now that Thriller um, is um, Off the Wall is better than Thriller. And I got to look at it like that because Off the Wall is Michael Jackson's Illmatic. And I know it's supposed to be reversed, but I understand. I understood Illmatic before I under, uh, completely understood Off the Wall. So if that's what that is in that comparison, then Primo produced on one of the greatest projects of all time. He will always be right there and he got three joints off on that one new york state of mind represent and memory lane oh like those three those three joints right there put those three records up against anybody any mc anybody shit nowadays new york state of mind memory lane and represent it's it, it hands down that and those are primo right there and then we we don't even got to go down the hits because master pill is my favorite it's tied for my favorite hip-hop song of all time and it's only tied by naughty by nature's hip-hop array but i'm not gonna lie i i never i never envisioned anybody remaking any song off illmatic that would sound remotely decent but we got to give fab props for Gone for the Winter because, like, yeah. that shit is that's a, that shit's yeah. hard. So I yeah. got to give fab props for even thinking it to re, to revisit that and then it and is. then putting his own push on it. I'm going to give you another one that a lot of people ain't talk about too much, but that's why we're here. We're here to let y'all know in case y'all didn't know. Yo, that Elzai project, when he redid the Illmatic joint. Oh, I forgot about that. That is a hard album. Because he did it with the the, uh, the group of white boys. The name is Will Sessions. And they did all of the... They did live instrumentation of every Illmatic track. I forgot about that. Damn. Great fire. Elza and L and it's in it's a Detroit state of mind. Like it's just everything that you love about Illmatic, but from a Detroit perspective. Elza killed that remake. Like it was ridiculous. Mad people uh Pete Rock gave him props on the joint because there's an extra track on there. Uh, depending on which version you can get your hands on, um, where he does his remix and it's something that pre, um, that, uh, Pete Rock put together, but 
Yo, I'm talking about Street Fight, man. I, I, matter of fact, I need to listen to that. I ain't heard that. Journey yeah, I, I, I'm. See, that's why I fuck with you because you, you <laughs> I would have never. I wouldn't even remember that. It's been so long since that came out. Yeah, man, that was that was hard. That was that was a hard joint. Um, I remember putting it together because and Fashion did it too. He did a LA one version. Um, it was good. It was good. I really did like his joint too. But what else I did with it because I think Fashion just really just rapped on the beats. You know what I'm saying? And that is what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying at the time, but. My creative mind and the older I get and the more things I see and start to understand, and especially with live instrumentation and everything else, when you try something a little different, a lot of people would have said, don't mess with the classics. Don't have this group come in and play this again. But the way Will Sessions did they thing, man, like my favorite joint is the way that they opened up represent. They made it sound so just like an orchestra. It was incredible. But the, my favorite joint is how they did One Love. And they break it down and they go into it. Damn, this sounds like a whole new song that somebody else could rap on. That shit is incredible. Like, man, listen, if you ain't heard that shit, Elzai from Slum Village, I forget. It's, it's just called um, Elmatic. That's what it is. E-L-L-M-A-T-I-C. Google it. Find it. We live in this day and age where you can download shit off the internet. Go get that and enjoy yourself. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're oh, a fan of Royce was Yes, he was. Royce was on. He was on Life's a Bitch. Yo. Yeah, I, I, I got to play that tomorrow. I'm, I'm Royce, Royce bodied that, son. Yo, that was so... Yo, I don't even think it's on my iPod right now. I think I still had that joint on CD, but you know I got it in the hard drive. I got to put that shit on there. I'm definitely rocking. That's going to be my ride out music for tomorrow. Most definitely. Most that, was, definitely. that was good. That was good. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So uh, we, we hit all the questions that you um, that you had? Um, I mean, we got a lot more, but, you know, it's up to you, man. Yeah, we can rip some off, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever's on your mind, I'm trying to think. Um, uh, All right, well, up, I'm gonna go I'm gonna read a couple of quotes from you, and then we don't we don't get to the next question. I bet. All right, so um, quote. I'll put it to you like this: K dot is not a top tier lyricist to me, and my standards when it comes to punchlines and bars. His overall lyrics are good. His story is phenomenal, but punchline and entendre lyrically, I don't see it. I've never been destroyed. Also, the only issue that the world thinks that I have a problem with K Dot, and I actually do, is that they think his control verse. I think his control verse was whack and super overhyped. To be a verse claiming you are the best rapper, it was weird, very weird. I was told it was just bait, but still. Oh, now my question is. <laughs> God damn! You know who said this, and of course, this battle happened. 
I mean, we keeping it funky. That's all we do over here, you know what I'm saying? Try to keep it a buck. Yo, I, and I love Kendrick, man. I love Kendrick. But, man, Lupe, man, I know when he, we know Lupe, yo. That's the thing. That's like the whole not, we, we don't go in we we don't go into that. We already got a Lupe episode coming. We no, already there's so much we to talk know, about. If you know Lupe, before we even go there, before this episode ever comes, because it's definitely coming. But if you know Lupe, you gotta understand why he's saying what he's saying. Like, if you first off, I'll give you an easy example. Just go play mural. Just put in Lupe Fiasco mural. Let the music build up. It's beautiful music. But when that piano starts coming in and it gets very consistent and you start to catch the flow, you start to catch the little beat, and you just hear some words, yo, you're going to be in for a long situation. Man, put matter of fact, um, yo, the Funk Flex Freestyle. What is the beat? Yo, and he, it was off the top. Lupe got a blue shirt on. He got the circle Dwayne Wade glasses on. Dwayne Wade glasses from a different world. And he asked Flex, do you want me to spit a verse or you want me to freestyle? And the, the difference, the difference was, you know what I'm saying, doing that or coming off the top. Now, coming off the top is, the, you know, off the dome. I'm, that's what Lupe is doing because the freestyle we all know in this day and age can be you're, you're just writing something. You came up with a verse. It has no point. It has no point for a record. It's just a free version of your lyrics just going for whatever it is. And a lot of times the, the, uh, the magnificence of the MC is to be able to catch the beat, whatever beat is played especially if you don't know and make whatever it is that you just wrote whenever you wrote it or bars that you just have in your head fit that track and make it feel good that takes the talent and the skill all in itself and i learned that by watching joe i learned that by watching joel ortiz i've learned that by watching a bunch of different people back to lupe lupe he he wanted them he one of them dudes, man, that, like, man, hold on. Child Rebel Soldiers? Child, like, like, do, do what's the name of the joint, son? Um, Lifestyles of the Victim. Uh, what is the joint? Um, damn, Us Placers? The super group that's supposed to, that was supposed to be Pharrell, Kanye, Kanye. and Lupe? Yo, like, all right, so Lupe is supposed to be signed by home and turn him down. My question is, why, why, why is he addressing, why is he saying this? I feel like, I feel like Lupe is getting or saying whatever he needs to say because he is tired of people asking him how he feels about Kendrick and him being an MC, he is gonna, he don't, 
he could enjoy Kendrick's music and loves Kendrick and has no problems with them. I believe that. But when it comes to, it's like if you ask me about playing ball, you know what I'm saying? And if if I'm on the court and I got to play against Kobe, he's the most recent because we ain't going to say Jordan or whatever, but whatever, whoever, Iverson, any of my favorites, if we on the court, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you, oh, how much I respect him, this, that, and the third. I'm playing to win. So if I'm playing to win, I don't give a fuck about Jordan or Kobe or whoever it is across from me. They ain't shitting me at the end of the day. And he's not saying that Kendrick's not. But so you if saying, he's going to. you saying Kendrick is Nick Van Exel? Whoa, 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 I don't even know how to, I, think, I feel like you trying to set me up with that one, because I don't want to say nothing nah, bad I'll about, I, I don't want to say nothing bad about Kendrick, and then talk about it, I'll be at a court, Nick Van Exel, so I heard you was talking shit, my brother, like, Yo, Nick, nice though, no, shout out to Nick Van Exel, he was nice. I was about to say, Nick was that dude. Like, I had Yo, to pay nice. cards for Nick, man. That's what. But, oh, uh, no, nah, nah, I, I would say this, though. I would definitely say that I feel like, Kim, like, like Lupe is really just, like, I think people get tired of it. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to Kendrick is definitely one of them names that that's a question that's going to come up. Like, I think it's it's pretty much been Kendrick, J. Cole, and uh, Drake that have been the question, like, who, how do you feel about this one, that one, or that one, because people look at them as the top young guys, this, that, and the third. Um, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to lyrics, you know, excuse me, just being on top of the game, whatever, whatever. So I think in that particular case, Lupe is just looking at it like, yo, don't ask me. Like, I, I'm. it's like this, especially if it's Twitter, we don't know how many times Lupe gets asked that question about Kendrick. And he might – Lupe is a person – there are some people on Twitter that will definitely respond to you. Lupe, Talib Kweli, um, a number of different people that will definitely respond to you in regards to whatever it is that you're asking for. So, um, so, when, so when you start to, you know, jump out the window with these questions and all of that, like – I mean, he gave you what you was asking for. I, I don't think he was doing it to spark no beef or whatever, but he gave you an honest opinion on how he felt about Kate about Kate. And I and, and I, I think that was exactly what he did. And I not saying K dot needs to be validated, but I would love, love, love to see this this is like a real this would get this would this would put like the huge like a huge spark in hip hop because you guys everybody know about Kendrick like he's you know he's he's the one right now but a lot of people forgot about Lupe and probably a lot of new Kendrick fans don't know who Lupe is because remember Lupe goes back what two thousand and what damn when we first hear him we've heard Lupe uh so if if college drop out Dropped in 04. Late registration came 2006? 2005. 2005. So, 2005. so, and, so, and that's a lifetime. 
if you really think about it, that's a whole new crop of fans. That's older fans. And and you may not remember or even know, um, you know, just depending on your age. I'm not saying that people don't know who um, Lupe is, but that, that's a long time ago. That's almost like, what, 13 years ago. But and a lot of hip-hop fans filtered in since then, so they may not know who Lupe is, but this would be a, 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 not saying that K-Dot should jump in and address it, but I, I would love to see it, you know, Lupe put out a song and, you know, and let's get it popping. Because it, it's a sport at the end of the day. You I know mean, what? Yeah. He did, he did, he said these words. He, he said them. And obviously, yeah. K-Dot, he can, he, he, I don't know if someone brought it to his attention. He don't got to address it, but, you know, if you want to take a like shot at I feel like he's busy. Yeah, you know what? Like, that's the thing. I feel like he's busy right now working on the Black Panther joint because drop something on Black Panther. I was gonna say you really name, name something on the Black, song Panther. Black Panther and go in on his <laughs> and go yeah, in on him. Like do like do really it. Could. Like let let's do it. Yeah, like I I really think so. Um, but like I kind of feel like you know ultimately that. Like yeah, like the, the, he said what he needed to say. He got that off. Um, I think that Lupe, Lupe don't got a problem with it. Lupe right. is one of them. He one of them dudes that's ready for that whole thing. Like uh, you know, what I'm saying I'm I'm here for the smoke, free smoke, this, that, and third. That's the Chicago turn. So Lupe is all about it, ready for it, ready to do what he got to do. Point blank, period. So I think he's a loaded gun waiting for somebody to snap off and say something crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, so with, with that being said, Lupe is just, he not, he a sleeping giant, bro. Like, like Joe be saying, like with the sleeping giants, there's some people that are itching for it. Just like, say my name, say when, say when. He wanted them dudes. You know what I'm saying? Whole seen that in him. That's why he wanted to get them. You know what I'm saying? On the joint, but, um, I feel like, you know, like, and then think about that. Like, Hove was on Lupe's first album. We never talked about Lupe getting bodied. We never said yeah. that. Yeah. We I, never, I remember we when never I ever, ever said that. Came close. Like, a lot of people forget that whole Jay was took, uh, Jay took it. I don't think Jay. Not saying I don't think Jay went all the way in. How he? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, the the verse was dope, but I don't think Jay did what. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, think about, think about Yeah. Think about what Jay did to every Drake feature, right? He literally mm-hmm. wanted to timestamp uh, body. Like he yeah. really, he really wanted. Like if Drake was to go back twenty years from now and said, "Damn, Jay, Jay shit on me," you know what I'm saying? I think same Jay, thing with Kanye. Same thing with Jay. Jay. I think he he played a power move. Yeah, I'm gonna be on your album, but I'm gonna really show up. Not saying he didn't show up on Lupe's, but you can see the the huge difference. And I think. Jaden put on the the twenty three jersey on a Lupe album. He put on a not saying a forty five, but he could have went in a little. You know, he had some flow in there. I'm not gonna say that. So I, I don't. I want to say Lupe can't hang with Jay, but I don't think Jay 
did, you know, went all, I don't think he wanted to do that. You know what mm. I'm saying? I think he wanted to show respect to Lupe and not yeah, really. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? We know how Jay, you know, Jay's very calculated. You know, he don't just. He's very calculated. You know, just, you know, if he's on your album, if he's on your, on your single, if he's on whatever, he's, he knows the temperature of the song and he knows what he got to bring to the song. And I think about, what was that, Three Kings on Ross' album? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of, I don't know, the internet, because I, you know, the internet talks, but a lot of people wasn't feeling that song, the song with Dre Ross and, and Jay. I think that's a, a super classic song. And Jay, you know what? I gotta go back yeah. and listen to yeah. it, man. That's one of my all. Honestly, that's one of my all-time favorite collabs. And really? that beat, is, that yes, that beat. Jake one did that beat. Jake one did that. Shout to Jake one. Oh man, definitely like super that, that beat. I thought honestly, I thought Dre. I never seen the credits on that, but I thought Dre did it. Um, wow, but yeah, and, and, and look how. Look how Jay skated. I mean, it was so it was so effortlessly, and I think he just embodied just everything that he can do. It's all, it's almost like he just w- walked in a booth and just just almost free. You know how he can you know say everything in his head, and it's almost like he just walked in and just laid it, and it was just so like perfect. Been, like everything. like he'd been holding on to that for a minute, and was just like, I'm about to let this one go. You know, well, I don't know, you know the, other the, la- the last, the last, the end of it, I would say, like, the first half of it, you know, it kind of seemed like he, you know, like, not that he was skating, but at the end, he almost, like, freestyle, like, as, as you get to the end of the song. It's like, he even mm-hmm. said it, you can keep that count as just a freestyle, like, like, damn. So, like, back to the, back to the Lupe and Jay, like I said, like, I don't think he was necessarily trying to go in. It was more mm-hmm. respecting, and you know that we'll leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I don't think I got, there's no. Go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I don't really think that it's anything truly. There's no true definite. There's no true beef between Kendrick and um between Kendrick and Cole. I mean, not Kendrick and Cole. Kendrick and Lupe. The, like and I don't think Lupe is really trying to kick that. I think Kendrick does see that, but I think if in terms of just being an MC, if you feel if you feel somebody talking, then say something. It's just like when um it's, it's the exact same thing when uh he said you know just say his name you'll see and then I promise this you'll see Candyman like like. Say it, you know what I'm saying. If if that's what it is, you know what I'm saying. But I don't think that's what it is, though. You know what I mean. But at I, the I same time, if that if, at, at the same time, if you think about it, um, if we're talking about the playing field, I don't think. Not saying Lupe is not in the playing field as you know the Drakes, the Jake Cole, like everybody that's not saying hot at the moment, but. Everybody that's like literally on the field that's dropping all the time that's in you know everyone's talking about. So I don't think he's saying that to everybody. I think he's saying everybody within his realm. I don't think he's saying any you know say my name. Anybody say my name. You know because if that's the case, he did say Candyman three times and he wants smoke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, I just think Lupe. Lupe. 
Lupe needs that respect as one of the greatest lyricists of all time and one of the best to ever do it. And just yeah. another another um, outstanding artist from Chicago. And, you know, I, I just think he needs that respect. And he sees a lot of attention Kendrick's getting. And not to say he doesn't deserve it, but he feels like, you know what, I'm, I he personally thinks he's nicer. And his career is solid. You know, Lupe's whole, all the mixtapes, the Fahrenheit's, the, you know, everything that he's dropped. Um, He's done. He's done it all. So you know, we'll leave it at that. But my final, not final question, but I just got you know one more thing I want to kind of like speak on. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of albums supposed to come out this year. I think this year is pivotal. There's going to be the biggest artists dropping this year, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure. I I believe on these next these handful of artists I'm going to bring up to you because. Okay. Not saying it needs a break, not saying, but I think these albums could literally, the trajectory of their careers could go in any direction. It can stay the same, it can take a huge dive, or it can skyrocket, or or just, like I said, keep it where it's at. So we got Kanye, right? Now, mm-hmm. arguably, and this is not a knock on life of pablo but if you were to rank all his albums with this not saying worse in a, in a negative aspect but would this be the last album on a list as far as his ranking if you were ranking all his albums which one this new one like pablo like pablo life of um pablo. damn damn that's hard um I'll 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 read it off to you. So you got okay. college dropout, late registration, oh, yeah. graduation, eight oh eight, dark fantasy, Jesus, and then Pablo. We're not gonna throw Watch the Throne in there because we already know how high that is. So we ain't gonna even. That's a classic. Yeah, off the bat. Um. Yeah, I would have to put this at the bottom. Probably. And was it a classic? What? Life of Pablo? Yeah. Was Life of Pablo a classic? I don't think it was. And I think... You gotta ask the question, then it probably was not. Right. It had... It had had a lot of high points. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was all over the place too. It, it it didn't. I don't think it flowed well. It had it a lot of great well. ideas, but it it didn't. It like the the top and the end and the middle was. It felt it didn't. I mean, I love the album, but I don't think it was a classic. So my question is, mm-hmm. Kanye's next album. How important is it? Does it need to be a classic? And then. What should it sound like, or what do you think it's gonna sound like? And what, like, how does how does this what, what will this do for Kanye? Like, how how good does this album have to be? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um. Okay, I'm gonna answer that question, but I got I do have a question for you because it kind of it kind of pertains to the way I'm gonna set my answer up. Um. Do you think, do you feel that College Dropout is a classic? Are you serious? 
No, I know it is, but I'm just saying, like, I'm talking. All right, so let's put it like this. Okay, it's not even. That's that's a good. That's a good answer. Okay, what about late registration? Classic. Which one is better? I. That's a hard one. Yeah, I would say on one. It's the album. You you would say which one? College dropout. I, I want to say college. Uh-huh. But he had a lot. Yeah, I never, I, know know what, I never really thought about that. Because look at this. You got Illmatic, and you got It Was Written. It's both, both classics, classics. But Illmatic is better, right? Right. But Nas elevated and did something different on the next one, right? Yep. So in the same term... Kanye did the same thing. So that's a good point. That's so what I'm trying to basically put it down to is he he just like everybody else had to take time. Just like Jordan didn't come in the league and just win championships. You know what I'm saying? Kanye didn't come in and just drop perfect albums because a a lot of people look at college dropout. That's the baby. That is a classic. Late registration, you got better with your rhymes. That's a classic still. But when it got time for graduation, he merged the hits with the lyrics and gave you a great album, solid album. You know what I'm saying? Like he gave you as close to a classic as you were going to get. The whole thing happens with his mom. You know what I'm saying? Makes you rest in peace. He does 808s and Heartbreaks and changes hip-hop forever with that album. That's how important that album is. So he changes hip-hop, births a lot of people in the game, you know what I'm saying, births a lot of careers, you know what I'm saying. Like, he does all of this, and then he hits you with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which a lot of people helm as a perfect album. His Five Mic Classic Source gave it five mics, and a lot of people were like, nah. And it's been talked about by Chris Rock, has said it's one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time. I think he said it is the greatest hip-hop album of all time. But a lot of people, like, my my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy went there. But he also was sort of in his executive producer bag. Then he goes through some more stuff and drops Yeezus, which is another one you and I both agree, super pivotal album and changed hip-hop forever again. I think it's a classic. A lot of this stuff that everybody is really doing nowadays is based on the fact that they were rocking, like the music that was made at that particular time period set up a lot of these dudes to be acceptable right now. And, and and he doesn't get the credit. He damn sure doesn't get the credit. So there's that. And then he drops Life of Pablo. So what I'm saying is Life of Pablo might be the start of something. And then we're going to get, we're going to get an elevated version of whatever he did on Life of Pablo. So I feel like if we're going through the Kanye timeline in that particular fashion, he continue, He's another one who continues to get better at giving you stuff that is going to change things. 
maybe he gave us some of that already on Life of Pablo. I don't know because, but that was the thing. He gave us a whole bunch of different feelings. He gave us new right. Kanye. He gave us old Kanye because nobody can say from No More Parties in L.A., which I found out is an older song. Like he did that when uh, Jesus was out because he was on tour with Kendrick. So when he did that, he was on tour with Kendrick. They, they made that record then. So that's an old record. Uh, it's a Mad Lib beat. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at that. It's, it's you know, Mad Lib is classic in his production style, and he continues to, you know, drop crazy beats. And they, you know, he could have did his thing um, on that at any particular time. But 30 Hours, I love 30 Hours. I mean, that was hard. That um, down to the hours at the end. And then, um, what you call it, uh, Real Friends was hard. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, so, that's, that, now, no. that, was, that was one of his best, I think, one of his best songs he's ever made. That, that was, that was one of, that's a, that's one of, that was, that's up there. I love it. Love it. And it's simple. Super simple. But this is my thing, though. If he's in this bag, like he's been for all, for all of these executive producing, everybody's fight, what the hell you think he's going to give himself? And then if he helps people so much with Saha being in the position that he's in and them collaborating on anything and him having Big Sean and Tiana Taylor, from what I've heard about what he's given to Tiana Taylor, sounds like shit that should be going to my beat. That's what I've heard about those particular beats. I think that came from Saha. He said... This shit sound like, is, is Tiana gonna rap to this? And then Tiana's not rapping to this. Can I have this? You know what I'm saying? Like he said, these are the beats that Tiana is getting. I love Tiana Taylor's, uh, her first album. You know what I'm saying? She very, you know, a lot of people don't know about that joint. Um, slept on, uh, what's the hell, what the name of that joint is? I'm gonna find out the name of it, but Tiana, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yay, yay got some stuff going on. And this could be a really, really big year for good music. Now that I'm thinking about it, you know what I'm saying? Now that you bringing this up with Ye and, and everything that he has done, I think this could be an incredible year for them. So it do you think it's going to be, do you think it's going to be hip hop? Do you think it's going to be on the lines of Jesus? Do you think it's going to be something new? I mean, he has the opportunity to take hip hop like he's been doing to the Man, next I level, it. and I, I, I have faith. I, I know he's not going to put his name at this point, man. He's not yeah, going to put his like, name on. He's not going to put his name on something that's not right. And I think he's taking his time hold and, and right, get hold, hold on, hold on. I love Yay. Hold on, though. I just hope it's nothing. I'm sorry. I love you to death. You know this. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't have to. I'm not copping no please here, but we keep it in the buck. Yo, that record with Migos is triggered to the dash. And I pretty much feel like that's why we haven't heard. Oh, you mean all the, all the leaks that came out? Yeah. Yeah. Which I, and, and again, who does leaks? Nowadays, like, you're really putting it out to kind of test the waters, you know what I'm saying? We kind of see behind the curtain, you know what I mean? It, it's like you're putting it out there to test the waters. If it sticks, great, because you can always put it 
back on the album or whatever if the album is coming and it's still going to stream because it was getting streams in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, that's how people have been doing it. But the record with Migos is whack. Period. I, I don't even remember the name of it. I think I it, took the shit off it the came I remember it came and went the same day it came out. Everybody was done with it. But yeah, I mean, exactly. not not to say that was going that's going to be on the album. But you know, obviously that's good feedback. You know, if, if the fans ain't feeling it, don't even don't even mess yeah, with it. Don't even put it out. Don't even put it out. I would. I ain't gonna lie. The other day, man, I started playing um, the Good Friday songs. Cause most of put something on, um, y'all seen that, excuse me, put something on, uh, Instagram and he was like, man, I miss these days. And I think it was, uh, Lord, Lord, Lord. And, um, yo, I put them records back on the iPod, yo. That was an exciting time, man. Good music. They was on the BT Cypher. They was there with suits. This is, this is when, oh, the tuxedos, they killed it, you know, very clean. Everybody did their thing. Um, Big Sean, I got to give him some props because he was one of the first people to say, last year I was watching this from the TV, now I'm here. It's a lot of them young dudes that kept saying the same thing after that. So Big Sean got to get credit for that. That was a hard bar, you know what I'm saying? Watching it from the TV and now you want on to set and everybody there watching you, like, very, I had to give him a little shout out for that. But good music at that time, yo, like, Christian Dior Denim Flow, Chain Heavy. Like, every Friday we was getting something crazy with all of these MCs on there. Like, like that that whole feeling, like, remember when Fab was dropping the Freestyle Fridays and then, oh, um, yeah. and then, and then Kids started doing them and then that's how the Freddie and Jason came about. Like, I just want people to just have fun. And I feel like from what Sci High is saying, that Kanye is back to having fun and making these beats. He don't have to prove nothing to the fashion world right now. His Kanye shoe has has single-handedly changed the sneaker game. I don't we we gonna I'm telling this gonna be another episode. We gonna have to start comparing Kanye to Michael Jackson. We we gonna have to. Like I'm talking about as far as like. The shit that Michael said that I learned from that DVD, the off the wall joint, the shit that he said on there about what he was gonna do to music, how he was gonna, how he wants to be perceived, what his name was gonna be. I've heard Dave Chappelle and a number of other people say that Kanye knew everything that he was gonna do with the college dropout, uh, late registration, graduation, good ass job. He knew and told people this before the college dropout came out. Well, I think Kanye is not going to be appreciated for a long, long time. Unfortunately, I I mean, a lot of, and a lot of people think he, he, his ego and all this, but you got to get a man props right now, today, yesterday, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, even if, even if he never spit, his 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 contribution to beats alone to classic albums to we lose I mean, too many people man it's just, and, and yeah it's so I mean we we gotta we gotta give him his props right now even, we gotta even know. with the mental health thing you know what I'm saying when they was talking about that like like we really gotta like 
let him live and let him do his thing. Like, you could be critical, you could do this, you could do that, but there's something special about that dude. And you remember, you know what I'm saying, that, that day that we went to the uh, big boys backstage breakfast, and he didn't even say nothing. He didn't talk to big boy, nothing like that. He just started grabbing shit out the crowd and autographing it. And that's how I got my college dropout CD autograph. And I just heard the other day that he caught some girl was dying of cancer and was like, she would love for Kanye West to call and rap. And he did. They got a hold of the girl and he called and he rapped for her. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he don't got to rap for nobody. He don't got to do none of that. He is single. Like, when this nigga said the Yeezys jumped over the jump, man, you and I both. We were we uh, ex-sneaker. We're ex-sneaker. He, he was bugging. At that time, you we said this nigga is nuts. Yeah, like, you can't. You can't jump over the jump, man, number one. Mike, you, Kanye, you will never be able to jump as high, real life, figuratively, figuratively anything. Nothing like that compared to the jump, man. We just looked at not, it like... Not when not when 11, the Concord, you, like, you, you can't make a better shoe than that. That's that's the height of, of any shoe. I, I dare but, you to find a better shoe. But at this point... As I've walked into many a sneaker store, and I see Jordans, I the Gatorades are still in the sneaker store now. I'm thinking it's, about popping them next week. None of that matter, man. Like his Jordans run. Because if we the if we run, talking about Kanye, if we talk no, but think about this. If we talking about Jordans run, literally mm-hmm. from the eighties. And what are we in? It's 2018. You've been selling shoes since when? No, let me go back. Yeah, I'm, I'm, third, nigga, I'm right, 34, so, so let's, that's, let's that's re- all my let's life. Revisit, let's revisit this in 2035, and then we'll, 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 we'll talk about who jumped over what. But this if, is insane, if we can though. go in, if we can go in and, and cop some Yeezys in twenty thirty five, and they still retroing them and all that, then let's have that conversation then. But, this but until is then, thing. until then, you. say no more. Hey, say no more. We can't. <laughs> <do that. laughs> let's get let's you. get to the next artist. You. Let's get to the <laughs> right. artist. So so. Um, at the so more life came out last year, and at the end of the album. Okay. You know, Drake said he's going to be back next year and, and tell you how how the year went. So, Drake, you know, obviously like- we know – we know – I mean, I, I would say this. After views, I think more life, he bounced back and he, yeah. you know, got back to us. Because, I like, I'll be the first to say I love Drake. And views just didn't it didn't do it, you know what I'm saying? Especially coming off if you if you read this is too late, which I think could be a classic. That's debatable, but that's that's one of some some fire hip hop. Now views had you tight, bro. Because like, because it was originally wasn't it views from the six? So I'm thinking like, damn, yeah. he's about to go. Like everybody, after, if you if you really listen to if you read this is too late, 
and just the buzz off that, and then he's saying he got another album coming out. Because he said it was only he a has the, He has the chance to literally just destroy everything, like in the palm of his hand. And, and he had that heat with Future, because I know some people oh, might not have yeah. loved the whole joint. I, but yo. I, love, I love that collab CD. You know, I, I love that CD, but what he, I'm saying is had, like, he had he just he had everything you know what I'm saying like nothing nothing he was doing did not everything he did worked pretty much like yeah. and and we have a whole Drake episode because we got to give him props like we got to yeah. give him due even though there's a lot of you know noise there's so much we have to address of of the things he that he's contributed. And the yeah, number one exactly thing, is honest, and honestly, with with a lot of hip hop now, he he got it's positive music. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, there's you know, you know, there's there's stuff he raps about, but he puts out positive music, and it's hip hop, and and it's needed. It, it it I never thought about it, but it does bring a balance, and I, I never really kind of paid attention to what what he does for hip hop. And I think it's important with a lot of stuff that that's being rapped about, not to say it's good or bad, but I think he brings a positive balance. But for mm-hmm. his next album, this is a huge critical album because just like, you know, Kendrick just dropped Damn, we know Cole coming out and Ken, mm-hmm. you know, Kanye coming out, Pusha, like a lot of huge rappers are coming out. So, how important is this Drake album, and what do you expect from it? This Drake do you think album, it's going to be more? Do you think it's going to bring another sound? Um, is he re, is he going to introduce new artists like he did on the lot? Which I honestly I appreciate him bringing UK guys on the album. I know a lot of people, you know, was was styling on him, but I, I really appreciated that sound and, and just giving new artists a look that you probably wouldn't, you know, know about unless you followed that. I would say this. Um, I want to hear it. I want to hear whatever it is. Like, um, Drake is not a person that makes, in my opinion, bad music. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's calculated. He's been making good music up to this point. Um, I just think that it depends on what it is that you're looking for from an artist. Like he's going to cater towards women. You know, he's going to have some records that are hard that he wants to address a couple of things or maybe a, another MC or a rapper that he's, you know, having an issue with or something like that. We've seen him do so many different things. I, this is what I guess I, for me, I'm trying to figure out, what it is that I would want from Drake. And, you know, that's always a tough question when you ask the fan because whatever, if you believe in that artist, you ride with the fact that they put out that album and you're just going to listen to whatever it is, the product that they have displayed for you. Now, in in these days, like, everybody is so critical as you know, more critics as opposed to being fans and just sitting and enjoying something and actually taking the time to enjoy it. So for Drake, 
I really, I liked more life. I liked it a lot. I like the same thing with you, like where you introduced the other artists. Like I really did like it. Um, I didn't like if you're reading this off the back because you know when I when I first heard it, it was uh, I was on vacation and it just wasn't the time to be hearing about how many enemies and that you had and running through the six with your woes. But when I listened to it with a different mindset, when I listened to it in a different time. I felt it. I felt it a lot more. And um excuse me, just going back to it, it was just uh I really appreciated what he did. You know what I'm saying? Like and, and he's been very consistent because even with the hotline bling joint, that wasn't set up for the album. I know he put it on views, but it was like you know, it was it was something that he just he cooked up. I mean, there's a lot to the story behind it, but Drake makes good music. I'd be shocked if he did deliver what he was saying that he was going to do, which was a all-hip-hop album that was going to be a lot more about his life and everything else and him trying to showcase his MC skills more than anything. Um, He flexes them when he needs to, but he's also very good at making your song better. You know what I'm saying? Like, just look at the Fetty Wap, uh, My Way record. The remix alone, you know what I'm saying? Um, all I gotta do is put my mind to this shit. That, that whole shit right there, they stopped the beat for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just, and people knew that verse just like front to back. Like, and he really took over that record. And, and it was a big thing about whether it was going to be on the album or not because it was just a remix that he wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was the dude that was coming on these remixes and doing them, doing them justice and, and digging the song up, and people were waiting to hear the next thing that he was going to say. Nobody can act like they're not going to at least attempt to listen to what Drake has to say or if he comes out with a song it's just that I don't know what it is. I don't know where all of the hate comes from. Uh, for me, I, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of his second album, Take Care. I know that's an unpopular opinion oh, because everybody definitely. thinks it's a classic. I, I, I know, I know. But I'm a you, so far gone, dude. And so far gone is his classic. It's still, to me his best album that he's made and the second coming to so far gone in my opinion is if you're reading this you know what i'm saying like it's got the same magic it's got the same feel in my opinion that's that's all again we got a drake episode coming but i'm i'm gonna be excited to hear it because more life had me up there and i just i don't see him going down i don't see him taking that route that he did with views again because he has to know that that was not a good look for his career even though it's quote-unquote and we can't you know we don't know the authenticity of these numbers but it's supposedly one of the most streamed albums of all time or highest streamed and it's that a third well i I mean i would say part of that is is you know highlighting bling before it came out um, yeah, and you know, they, I, you, know they attached, you know they attached that those numbers. Not to say it wasn't. I'm, that's when Drake was 
on top of the world. So I, I'm not gonna say it wasn't yeah, stream that much. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna. You know, I'm they had to throw that. that song on. If they threw that Hotline Bling on it, it just added to what was already there. So yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. Now, now the final, the final guy I want to talk about mm-hmm. is Chance the Rapper. Now, Ooh, it's been a this been a convo we've been waiting on. Man, the rap chance. I'm gonna so let chance, you take it away. Well, no, I, I'm gonna say this chance. You know, and this was when he was addressing Joe Budden. Okay. Well, he said, and I quote, oh, yeah. "That I am, I am, I am the culture." That's a that's a big statement. That's a big. That's statement. a big statement to say. And, yeah, and he makes we, some big statements, though. He, Chance, he makes you know what? a and, lot of big statements. We like Chance here, so we're not saying Chance isn't, we're not saying he is in the culture, but I'm going to speak on it first and say that this has to be, it has to be a classic album. His first, if we're going to say his first official, because obviously it's not a, a official first album, but this would be the official first album for the for the masses for the world. Everyone's looking at Chance. Everybody wants to see how it's going to be delivered. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to see how the, the single is going to pop off. Who's going to be on it? Where the production's coming from? A lot yeah, of money. A lot of a lot of resources and and stuff is going to be used for this album. I, and I always tell you this, I personally think Kanye needs to be paid whatever it takes to be in a studio, to oversee okay. it. Not to say I don't know who, you know, he works with. I'm, I'm not going to pretend I, I know a lot about Chance, but I know who Kanye is. And I know what he can do for for um, Chance and his career. And like he said, we can remake good ass. This could be good ass job, and that's what I want to hear. That's that's exactly what I want to hear. I want to hear what Kanye would have did with good ass job, and what and and through um through Chance's eyes okay. or through his words. And I and I love okay. Chance because and like I said, it's going back to balance. Like he brings positive music. He brings a necessary balance to hip hop, which which is needed. And I'm excited for it, but I think in in my main question, I and I don't know if I if I ask this, but who has more pressure to to drop? Who who's under the most pressure? Like pressure cooker, you got to drop this. This is a pivotal album because, like I was saying earlier, if Kanye, I'm not saying it's not gonna pop off, but what if it's not even on a level of Pablo? And then it gets to the bottom of that list, like of all his albums. Mm-hmm. And where does that, where does that bring Kanye? If Drake puts out fire, he gets bumped up even more. Or mm-hmm. even if he does something similar to his last CD, he's still good. It's just he can't do, he can't do any, not saying worse, but he can't have nothing not on par with more life. It needs to be at least that. Or I don't think it, he has a huge amount of pressure, but it needs to be on par with what he's dropped, or if not better. And I think he has a lot of freedom to do whatever he wants, and I know he knows how to get the right music and then mm. sequence it 
in the in the correct manner. Not like he did with views, but I think he's back to what it was on on more life. So I don't think he has a ton of pressure. I think Kanye does, but I mm-hmm. think ultimately where Apple and whoever's behind um, Chance, this album has to be good. It has to be streamed. It has to it has to do very well because he's being propped up to be. I don't want to say the next Kanye, but a superstar in hip hop. But like, mm-hmm. like we always talk about, you gotta deliver the product, no matter what. Yeah. You can ne- you can never live off your name in hip hop. If you really think about it, it's what have you done for me lately type of atmosphere. Because if we think about comparing, and I'm not knocking Eminem, but if we talk about M's last album. And we talk mm-hmm. about Jay's last album is what have mm-hmm. you done for me lately? And we can see the huge difference. So mm-hmm. you can't live off the name of hip hop ever. Nobody cares who you are. We care because we have to consume the music. All we have is the music. So as fans, yep. we have to. And, and not to say you can't drop a whack album because all our favorite artists have at least one whack album or one album that's not that good so if you have a, a whole train of, of great albums you're allowed one whack album but depending on when an album is dropped that says a lot because it depends on where you are in your career um you have a chance to come back out and do it again but sometimes like with chance this he can't drop a whack album because then a lot of steam get take out, taken out of the cells, and then it's like, where do you go from there? It's like you don't get too many chances in hip-hop, especially when everybody's looking at you. So I, I have faith in Chan. I know he can do it, but what do you? how do you feel about that? I mean, overall, I like Chance. Uh, at first, he was one of those people that, you know, I, I told you a couple of times, like, I, if your name is whack, then I ain't, I ain't messing with you. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, Chance the Rapper, what the hell is that? Like, why would you call yourself that? And, you know, then I think the first thing that I heard was, it, and Acid Rap, I didn't understand the name either. And it was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not checking into this. And I heard Acid Rap, and it's, it's, it's one of the best albums that I've heard in a long time, especially from a new artist. Overall, complete album like intro outro uh hidden track you know like the music to me was original production like some of it could have been samples this that, and the third but it was a quality album that's that's what it felt like whether it was a mixtape or anything else it felt like an album uh the third the one that was the big hype um you know uh the coloring book it was it's a good project a good project it did showcase a lot of potential i'm not i'm not saying that it's better than acid rap just because there was much more rapping for me there was much more rapping on uh on acid rap than there was on coloring book and i just think that was i don't know if that was due to anything i, I don't know if there was a reason behind any of that but I just think that, you know, that that's how it went. There was just more rapping that was on there. Um, so for me, he, Coloring Book, 
put him in all your households. It put you. It put him on your phones. It put him him on Jimmy Fallon. They put him like he was doing festivals. He was getting his money. He was doing everything like out there. But it put him in as a household name. That's what coloring. Whoa, 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 wait! Not to not to cut you off, but what came out first, Pablo or coloring book? Um, I want to say Pablo, right? Pablo, yeah, because he did the verse. Yeah, 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 it has to, because the whole thing with the verse on Ultralight Beam was that they was going to do what they were going to do to get it Grammy nominated, which ultimately, at this point, chances won Grammys for a free mixtape. So, so I would say, one. I would say, and like we, we will t- we'll touch on one day, is um, kind of like when, when you, when someone's on, when Dr. Dre co-signs you, um, when when you're on his album, somebody's gonna pay attention because it's like, well, how come you're on a Dr. Dre album, right? And then with Kanye, he has that same power, like, you know, mm-hmm. like when Lupe showed up, like, who's Lupe Fiasco? Like, exactly. if he's exactly. on if he's on a Kanye album, he's doing something right, exactly. you know. So, exactly. so that kind of fast forwards. To, so yeah, um, like like ultra light beam was the like who, like who was this guy? You know, who's chance? Yeah. Not to say that, and obviously a lot of people are more up on hip hop than others. I wasn't up on chance. I'm not gonna pretend I was. I know he was on Action Bronson's first single, which I didn't. Um, I didn't listen. I didn't. I didn't necessarily like that song. Um, mm-hmm. now that I went back, I love that verse, but when I first heard it, I was like, I, I was like, ah, just like I was like that with Lupe's verse on, yeah, on Kanye. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. So, you know, it's like sometimes you don't like something when you first hear it, not to say it is it, not good or bad, but maybe it just didn't it's just strike not it forward. But then yeah. you hear it, you hear him again, and it's like, okay, now he's on Kanye. That means it's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you on his album, you did something right. So after hearing him on that, I'm all the way in. I'm like, this is a amazing song. He killed it. And then it's like, okay, I want to hear more from him. And then, like you said, Coloring Book shows up. All I'm not going to say he didn't deserve all the um, attention. He didn't get it on his own because, like I said, I, didn't, I don't follow his career. But I want to say that. A lot of people listen to Kanye, and if you want a CD and you do well, I think you're going to get a lot of looks, a lot of more looks than you probably would have got before. So I'm just, I'm going to just say, in my opinion, I don't know if it's true that Kanye led a lot of people to look at Coloring Book, and then that's how we found it. So I, like I said, I, I'm not saying that's true or false. That's just my opinion. I don't have any research. I could be extremely wrong, dead wrong. Mm-hmm. But that's how I wanted. I I wanted to hear Coloring Book because I heard him on Kanye TV, and I okay. love Coloring Book. So you know, so I, I would just say that that's just to cut cut you in. I was like, what came out first, Coloring Book or Kanye TV? I believe Kanye TV came out. Which showed yeah, us, yeah. Who, it was you know, that brought Chance to a whole nother stage in a sense. It was alley It was a nice alley yeah. oh, You know what I'm definitely. saying? To put him out there. And, um, you know, now he delivered with the record no problems. 
that record took off. It was every bit of like that gospel sample vibe feel, and it was just it's it's damn near like a perfect record like he he's on it he gets in he gets out he drops his verse then two chains and then wayne is on the end and that's the last time people heard a decent wayne verse in a long time no disrespect to this dedication six but you know i'm you know i'm one of those guys i was never always a super huge wayne fan but when you give me something Hold on, wait, wait, wait. No, no, I'm not stunning. I'm not styling. I'm not styling. Hold on. Let me get back. Let me get back to it. Carter 2 is the best album that Lil Wayne has made, in my opinion. Uh, we, we, have to, we have to talk about that. But we'll, talk we'll, about we'll, that. we'll talk about that. Carter 3 took him to another level. No, you got to – well, just to quickly talk about Wayne, his name. Mixtapes took him to another level. It's just very true. That. And, well, not just well. No, let me. I, I have to really think about it, like the timeline of it. But ultimately, the mixtapes elevated Little Wayne to it, just out of this planet. And obviously, during that time, albums were coming out. But I would say the mixtapes. I mean, no. he just blacked. He blacked out the squad. You know, just to start with the squad mixtapes and. Everything yeah. he did after that. So I want to say it was that. It wasn't necessarily the albums. I think it was more of what he was doing in between these albums that catapulted him to where he And then the Carter... Well, no, wait. We forgot about the Carter 1? The Carter 1... The Carter oh, 1 dog, is dog. The Carter 1 is nah, The Carter 2... Dog, nah, nah, Jar, we we yeah, we gonna have to talk about Wayne at another time, but Carter One has some fire. It's the first three cards. That's what we first and then and then this is and then and this is a parallel between this is from the hot boy Wayne pause, you know, the the cash money Wayne to more of the lyrical um, I want to say New York type rapper Wayne, like where he kind of went from, you know, not to say he wasn't spitting when he was with, you know, with with BG. We all know it was different. But it was a different style, different. different, It was a different style, different era, but it did change. And then that's when it really, and I think that was the album that obviously sparked that change. And like, damn, he actually, he's got some, what, you know, he's got some more than, then just, you know, like he elevated the sound, he elevated cash money, and he took it oh, to yeah. like the next, you know. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But my point was just, we, you know, since we've been hearing the dedications, the dedications are typically him rapping or uh what's the other one? The no ceilings and no ceilings too. That's him rapping on other people's beats and stuff that he feels that he could kill. Now, you know, I'm not going to lie, man. I started playing the Dedication 6. I haven't completely listened to the whole thing, but I was just like, oh, this is all right. My thing is this. He, Wayne delivered. All right, I would say this. Listen to Demolition, Freestyle 1 and 2, dog. Just, just listen to those and come back to me. Like, don't even. Oh, which one? Just, just, just go to YouTube, type in Demolition Freestyle 1 and 2, and that's Prime Wayne right there. Like, that's is Wayne. Is that on? Which one is that on? 
I think what's the name? Gut is on. Is he on both of them? Because one of them is a money makes me come free. Um, the Rick Ross beat, and I forgot mm-hmm. what the other one is. But listen to it. But like, let's get off wing. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we'll, got a chance. I'll let you it's, finish your point. Yeah, yeah. Because cause, um, so with the chance joint, he he ultimately captured everybody and put himself in you know, as a household name in the seventh or there isn't a lot of pressure on him because he's supposed to be the chosen one. When you say things like that, like you are the culture, um, chance has got a lot to live up to and not to mention, cause I want to be correct in this, but he won the Grammys last year, but that album came out in 2015, the mixtape. So, all of two, I mean, 2016, excuse me. So, 2017, he doesn't drop anything. Yeah, it's it's time to deliver. It's definitely time to I'm deliver the album. I, honestly, I'm not mad at him not dropping last year because... Oh, no, I'm not either. You, yeah. you, you got to really take your time with this album, and I, I'm you glad do. nothing came out because then you can almost dilute your product if it's not... Not saying it wouldn't have been better, but I think you really got to... I think everything needs to be calculated down to... The, the singles down to what's coming out, down to just everything he's doing, but it has to come out this year. There, you know, you can't. There's no way you can go into 2019 without a Chan project. Like, Not there's at all. just it's with with the internet and everybody just you know there's there's so many things that can grab your attention, especially with hip hop. There can be new artists coming out. There can be just so much going on in 12 months because 12 months in hip hop is like almost like three years. You know what I'm saying? Like so exactly. much can happen. The sound changes. People start liking other stuff. And then just with just the way the music is consumed now, you don't, you have to really stay in people's minds unless you certain artists where you, you can pick and choose where you hop in because you already got that cachet of fans. You built your mm-hmm. brand, but certain artists they can't. They have to keep striking. But not to say nobody forgot about Chance. Everybody's waiting on Chance. But then it's kind of like this too. You almost got to see what's been what's gonna be coming out because mm-hmm. are you really trying to come? Well, he can do two things right. He can come out right when Kanye come out. He can come out when Drake come out. He can come out when Cole come. You know, like he can come out next to a big artist, and then not to say he's gonna overshadow him, but it's a good time to put it out because then everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, this is out and this is." That's almost like free free promo, like when when Fifty and, and Kanye dropped the same day. And you know we'll be cop, <laughs> and you know exactly. we'll be cop. But 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 anyway, like I like I, and I think somebody should send us a check for that idea. Like you know we'll give you the peel box. But yeah, no I doubt, think no it's doubt. it's it's important to really think about what's what's coming out because if Drake come out and he killing it, if he if he come out and he's just killing everything. 
that's going to push a project back because it's not saying his project, but anybody's project because now he's, he's got to stage or what if Kanye come out and if, and he's got, you know what I'm saying? So this year, I think everybody's going to be kind of posturing and seeing who's going to be coming out because everybody's dropping this year. So you, do you drop now, you know, before, and set, set everything off, you know, for the year? You, you strike early. I want to see who's year. gonna be that bold. I want to see who's gonna be that bold to strike early. I don't know. But I think I don't know. Future, future, do like to drop early? So he, I know you don't. I don't know. I don't want to tell people your stance on future, but he's a huge artist, and I know he usually like to come out early, so he could be dropping fast. And, and you gotta have but, a record. You gotta have a record. Somebody gotta have. Somebody has to have that record. That's gonna last for the year. Somebody and then you even think about Migos, and and not to not to say they're solo artists, but they they demand a lot of attention. So even a, a group like the Migos can come in and hit you with something, and then they got everybody. Not to say like you know all these guys share the same fans because maybe they don't. But at the mm-hmm. same time, if we talking about streams, they if you're trying to be number one stream, they can stream just as much as anybody in any of our favorite artists. They can do just as many, if not more. So I think it's going to be an interesting year to see who's, who's going to be coming out and what fashion, who's going to roll out. So I think everybody's going to be looking at what everyone's doing because there's not a lot of, I mean, we, we already almost in a February, so there's not a lot of mm-hmm. time. And, and, you know, of course everybody wants those summer slots too, or they want to start before the summer. So you got that too. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but, um, oh yeah, and I'll let you, you know, I'll let you continue with, with chance, but that's what I wanted to kind of say. Well, I want to say this about, um, another part about that too is, uh, and this is, this is basically for everybody. Like everybody, it's going to matter on the record. You know what I'm saying? Arguably, that you don't want no problems record pretty much ran the rest of 2016. And I know, you know, I ain't going to tell people your views on her, but Bodak Yellow was a song that was pretty much people were going to give that 2017 to that particular record, which is why she is nominated for the Grammy. You know what I'm saying? For a record of the year, song of the year, whatever, whatever the nominations that Cardi has. So one of these guys is capable of giving you a record of the year, a, a record of the year, Grammy nominated category type song. It just depends on who's going to do it. And I think that's going to set it off. I, I think they all have been working on albums. Kanye was supposed to release that Turbo Graphics 16 album right after he finished Life of Pablo. And Kanye has been working hard in a bunch of different places, a bunch of different areas of people, you know, whether he's producing beats for everybody else or producing beats for himself. So that's going to be the thing. Whatever Kanye decides to release, whatever he decides to try to tease, and it's going to be the same thing for the other artists. Whatever Chance puts out there, Chance now has an immense amount of pressure on him because this is his album, and he's got to put a record out just as big or bigger than No Problems. So that's a lot of pressure on Chance, I believe. There's a lot of pressure on Ye to continue to be great 
and do something to change the scope of everything. And it might be early and people might not get it, but Kanye has to give that groundbreaking material, period. Chance has to live up to this classic album that he's supposed to drop and him talking about that he's the culture. Drake, to be honest with you, for the stats and the fact that that one stat came out where it said this was the first time since he's had a music career that he was not on Billboard and it was like 400-something weeks, something, some crazy number like that, or 800-something weeks. I don't remember what it, what the numbers were, but it was some insane number of him not being on it. That means all the other time he's always been on the charts. I think Drake is cemented with his fans, with his followers, with the people that love him, and he just needs to continue. I think Drake, could, if he just lived off his fans alone, period, without having to get any new ears or anything like that, I think Drake doesn't have have that pressure on him, which is sort of the reason why he said he made views because he wanted to make music that he enjoyed. Now, I think he has a chip on his shoulder because I know more life was supposed to be and do much more than what it did. So I think Drake is going to be, Drake is going to give us something special. I feel like Drake is going to give us something special. Um, we didn't mention her, but Nicki Minaj has an, a huge, if, if anybody got the most pressure on him, it's Nicki Minaj. I feel. She's got I her fans. I I know, she, this is the thing. This is the thing. I'm going to tell you why. She's got her fans, but a lot of things came into the light of what Nicki has been doing in regards to stuff that she's done behind the scenes. A lot of, a lot of verses came out. That were under. They, they just. Well, oh, I mean, it, is she dropping an album though? She she's definitely dropping an album. She has. I don't. But I don't. I don't see. I just don't see how. I mean, obviously she. She's I don't think she artist. has pressure. She's gonna drop. I mean, she. I don't think she has pressure because she's already some. She's already did her thing. Like she's 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 already. In a sense, like she won the pressure she's, on herself. She, like I know you don't be on the ground like that. Well, if you talk talking about she puts staying, it on herself. Well, if you're talking about staying above or at at the top of her craft with other female rappers, because I, I know Remy's dropping. Um, yeah. I know you know Cardi B's gonna come out with something. And yeah. Then so those Nikki's are three female MCs. That got that like Cardi got pressure to live up to because if Cardi drops a dud, then you know, well it ain't really so much pressure because again she had one record so ain't nobody expecting this classic album to be dropped from Cardi. I don't feel, but I well, think no, pressure. I think, every, I think with Cardi is simple. If you just do the records you've been doing and you do twelve of them. Or at least eight out of twelve people will be happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like certain artists, you don't gotta, you don't have to drop a classic. You just gotta do what you do best, and then let the fans enjoy it. It's that's it's not that's even it. that's the like that's she it. has easiest job because there's no no one wants to. There's no expectation. No one, yeah. There's no expectation. Just give us what we want, 
just like we were yeah. talking about the Google Santana a couple of weeks ago, like, you know, yeah. we we don't want a classic album from Jules. Just give us that fire. Give us the best beats. And we don't even need a classic album from Dipset. We just want to hear Dipset. We just want to hear more music when you look back at the albums that were dropped in 2017 and the, and the quality that you got. And, and I'm just hoping that it's going to shape up to be that way for the year. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man. And, and Nas, Nas is somewhere in that category too, because this nigga keep coming out. He said Nas out. The record on Khaled's album was Nas album done. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see what the hell Nas is going to do. Figure it out. Dave East has to figure out his actual album. It, it's a number of people that, 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 you know, it's kind of on a chopping block. Young M.A. has to drop something. She just dropped the freestyle over that uh, get the bag joint fire. You know what I'm saying? She kind of, you know, I don't know if it was personal stuff she was going through or whatever because that 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 one mixtape that she came with, it wasn't talked about like that. And we didn't mention these guys, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we've been talking for a minute. This is going to be a pretty long podcast, and this is what people have been waiting for, though. Westside Gun and Conway and Benny the Butcher. What is going to happen with them? What pro, what what are they are they releasing something? Are they releasing anything? That's going to be real exciting to see what the next step with those guys is. So I'm I'm hyped. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy just based off this conversation. And you giving these topics, yo, I wasn't even really thinking of 2018 like that. And maybe it's because I'm constantly going to Tidal. I'm constantly going to Apple Music and looking to see, like, yo, what's the next thing coming out? And nothing was really, nothing was really out there like that. So, I'm hyped for this year for music. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just off this conversation alone, like, 2018 seemed like it's gonna shape up to be a good year. You know what I'm saying? But we always know there's gonna be some stuff that fly under the radar. You know what I'm saying? There's a bunch of people that we haven't talked about, like. Isaiah Rashad, the JIDs, you know what I'm saying? Um, a bunch of different dudes. Uh, Sci High is supposed to be dropping another history project for Black History Month, you know what I'm saying? But it's supposed to be like an album. Like, it's a bunch, it's, it's a whole bunch of music that should be coming, that should be really good. And yo, until then, you know what I'm saying? We're going to be here to review it, check it out, you know what I'm saying? Give our opinion. And, um, you know, saying, like, I think this was a good episode, man. How you feel about it? Yeah, man, it was a good start. It was a little, little, um, not saying rocky, but, you know, we, you know, it's, it's the first one. You know, we, we, we obviously got so much to add. We don't want to give out content or what we're going to be doing, but I think overall it, it went really well. It's just, it's just a preview to what's going to come, but there's so much that we're going to discuss and go over. We were just t- just touching on just a couple topics that you know recent or just things that you know we we didn't want to hit you with an old not an old school episode but you know older topics we wanted to kind of hit y'all with something new that y'all can digest and talk about and exactly. and comment about so you know we we can leave it at that but yeah this is just this is what what's gonna come out. You may hear some of your favorite artists talked about old, new, whatever. We have a lot of things to talk about. We have a lot of you know a lot of years listening to hip hop. So hopefully, 
you know, we can, you know, share and and y'all will enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like a lot of wisdom over here, a lot of knowledge, and basically all of our experience. But at the end of the day, you got to understand it's all our opinion. This has been the Say No More podcast. I'm Alshon. This is the V over here, you know what I'm saying? And Say No More in the hood just means, like, you know, whatever has been said and all that has been said is understood. So you don't need to say And then no one last one, and not to cut you off, but one final yeah, question. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, what, what was your favorite movie between Strap or New Jersey Drive? Damn. And then we'll come back to, we'll come back to that on the next. <laughs> and what you want to ask me this on today, the 17th, the 25th anniversary of Juice, which is my favorite movie of all time. Oh, man. Yo, I just seen somebody on the ground. Yo, Pac didn't win an Oscar on that. Who ain't win an Oscar? Pac? Pac. I mean, you know. I'm going to tell you why people be front on Pac, because you get some people that say, you know, he wasn't. I'm not going to, you know, say anything negative, but people say, oh, he wasn't a thug, which I don't think he ever said he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was this, he was that. But then when they talk about his, his films, they talk about Juice. Oh, he was just playing himself. He wasn't acting. Come nah, they on. bugging. He's an amazing you bug, Like that, actor. you got to really, you like he played. Look at him from, look at him from Bishop look at to Lucky. Poetic Justice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's completely different role. Gridlock. Gridlock. I was going to say he was a cop. Dirty Ram. Like, these are all... Nah, nah. People are going to have to give Pac his props on acting, B. Like, stop it. And and the character he played was... was, I mean, that's a well-written movie. Like, like that. And I wasn't joking about... I wasn't joking about... People, I mean, he should have been nominated for something because not for real. He, he played a, he played not not necessarily like a psycho, but if you really think about, like, if you really dig into his character and a lot of stuff, he probably had to go through emotionally growing up and a lot of stuff that you know when you're young you get into and and then it kind of showed the power of a gun. If you really yo, think about it, the power of, a, of yo, a weapon. That's what shook me as a kid about guns and the fact, like, I mean, the movie been out for, like I just said, 25th anniversary. So if you want to talk about spoilers or whatever, if you ain't seen the movie, you should go see it. And if, if you if you think I'm going to spoil something for you, hit pause right now on the podcast. But look, the fact that he gunned down damn near all of his friends, and, and it was like that the power of the gun that was just calling him. And once he got it in his hand, he completely changed and felt that he had the power and had the juice. Like, yo, that changed me as a kid. Like, I didn't want to be nowhere near no guns or if any of my friends was, like, messing with him or anything like that because it was just, it was different. You know what I'm saying? Those, we need more movies like that. That's another conversation to bring us like lessons and, and you know, show the hood what, what time it is for real, for real, instead of having, hearing it through the music that being a hustler, being a gangster is, is a cool thing. You know what I'm saying? It, it definitely ain't. 
You know what I mean? Like, no disrespect to anybody that's out there hustling, get your paper, do what you got to do. But, you know, schooling the youth, man, to be looked at in that same way, that that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? That ain't, that ain't no way we're going to get we, – we're not going to get nowhere in the future, like, still thinking like that. But anyway. And wait, and one movie, last thing, one last thing. Mm-hmm. Um, not last thing, but to tie it to – to tie it, think about Nas. I gave you power, cause exactly. I didn't even I didn't even think about it. Like think about exactly. his lyrics. He said, I, "I gave you power. I made you buck wild." Like think about he's talking Shut about his gun, and if I you link that gun to what Bishop felt, it, it all it all makes sense. And that's I never really thing. put those two and two together, but that's that's what it is. It's crazy. It's crazy. So for me, New Jersey Drive is strapped. Um, as I got older, New Jersey Drive. But when I was young, yeah, was I didn't appreciate. Yeah, exactly. Exactly because I don't what, think I appreciated what? New Jersey Drive until I got older. But Strap, you know what I'm saying? That was and Bokeem Woodbine, man, Incredible. underrated actor, Incredible. super underrated. Think about think about him in Dead President. Think about him in um. What's the other joint he played in um that was crazy? Uh damn, it's, it's escaping me right now. Strap was Strap is the first time we saw Bokeem Woodbine. Yeah, I, I, I believe so. And I know I think that was for and Fredro killed all Bam he killed that I think that. um it was that for I think Forrest Whitaker directed that. I was just about to say that. And then and then if y'all really wanna know um, this premiered on, this was HBO, or HBO movie, so you had yes, to have was. HBO, yes, or you, you had, had to have, have HBO, or you had to, I had a legal cable, you know what I'm saying, like, you, at the you know what I'm saying, Yo. and, and you know Yo. he was too young to watch it on top of that. Oh, hell yeah, man, and but I watched know, it anyway. And you know the the best line, you know, his sandwich, why, <laughs> the, the whole sandwich. <laughs> You know, his sandwich ain't bigger than mine. That ain't the same sandwich, man. Yo, his was bigger. You know what I'm saying? He was like, so what you want? What you want me to do? Yo, yo crazy. Yo, that was, oh, man, that's classy. But like you said, we wasn't old enough. I tricked my parents mad years ago, 1992, on this day to go see, to go see Juice. You know what I'm saying? They had no idea what it was, but I we stuck into it. Me, my sister, my brother. First rated R movie I ever seen by myself. They had to have my parents put their hands over my eyes for the sex scene. It wasn't nothing crazy. <laughs> all the all the violence, everything. I got to see it all. You know what I mean? So very very different, man. I mean, Juice is my my favorite, but like I said, like with them two as a kid, strapped because it it exposed you. You know what I'm saying? You got to see it. I didn't understand Strapped all the way. I just watched it the other day, and um, it's classic. It, it was, that's funny. It, that I, time, I yo, that's a bug that I was watching the other day, too. I was on YouTube. I was like, man, because you know that on YouTube, they be, they be having fake movies where it looked like they got it, and you play it. Exactly. And it, exactly. And it, it, it was like, not, I was like, man, I got fooled. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just leave Strapped on here. And that's, it was on there. So I was like, yo. Man, I'm telling you that and um, what you call it back in the day, clockers. 
Oh, wow. we you know, we gonna have a, a hood move. I mean, it's oh the classic hood movie. You I'm gonna, gonna, talk, I'm gonna tell you the beginning, and I know you talk about Clockers, but the beginning of Clockers, the um, yo, the, the whole the whole intro is one of the best intros of all time of as all far as movies. Time, if you haven't seen and it, that song, um, damn, what's the Fight artist that sing that song, um? I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. But, yo, if you haven't checked Clockers, go check that out. New Jersey Drive, Strap, and Clockers. We're going to leave those off as some recommendations for y'all to go check out. And as far as the music goes, remember, Elzai's Elmatic. I will be bumping that tomorrow. I'm sure B will be bumping that joint tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, so we always want to leave y'all off with something. Mark Dorsey, people in search of. That's it. Which one? Oh, yeah, Mark, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark yeah. people in search of a life. That's that's a song yeah. that I play at the beginning of Clockers, and I and that's it's a it's powerful. Powerful. Like, you, you, powerful. Dude. That, it's powerful. That's a perfect. That's a perfect yeah. joint. Powerful, yo. That's that's a perfect uh, description of that joint because it's like, and, and you gotta remember too, all them joints that Spike Lee is showing you in that intro is real, real footage. Real people, real gun oh, violence. Actually, like, it was really I think a it, problem. Well, I, I think they re um it's real yeah, it's real but they had I think they had actors re redo um all that. Yeah, so yeah. those were I like mean, real you know, those yeah, those were real photos and real scenes but I think they had what I believe they had people just redo it. But it's real people that die from gun violence. Yeah. So it's real real situations. Like Spike Spike not gonna give you nothing fake, you know what I'm saying, he always gonna give you the real, you know what I mean, and it, that was one of the realest movies at the time, it, it's so much, so many layers to that movie, and you know, like, man, Spike Lee, that's one of my f- favorite directors of all time, point blank period, like Spike, man, taught, learned so much from the kid, but those are recommendations for y'all, definitely go ahead and check them joints out, you know what I'm saying, and if you wanna, like, you know, hit us up. You know, you can hit me on the Instagram or hit me on the Twitter or anything like that. Just uh, do hashtag the Say No More podcast with any questions, any things you want us to go over, because we'll take that type of stuff into consideration as well. But, um, look, the podcast will be up same time. You know what I'm saying? You can catch it on Apple Podcasts at the Say No More podcast, or you can catch it on right now on my SoundCloud page, DJ Nasla, and it'll be up there and also on Podomatic, you know what I mean? So uh, we appreciate y'all for listening, you know what I'm saying? And definitely tune in next week to the next episode, and it'll be me and B right back here, you know what I'm saying? Any last words, B? Say no more. (laughs) I want it.